welcome to Reclaim Your Life with Kate, the podcast where we get rid of stress and overwhelm and reclaim your life. Come on, let me show you how. You're listening to episode number 21, the one where we learn how to show up for ourselves. Hey, how are you? I hope you're having a great day. I'm going to be honest, I am exhausted. Uh, We brought a new puppy home a few days ago and he's not sleeping and, you know, it's like having a newborn. So uh, it actually got me thinking about this week's episode, which is how to show up for yourself Um, because with adding this new being, this new uh, thing in our lives that needs taken care of, it has kind of put my needs on the back burner, right? I haven't been showing up for myself this week as much and I can tell, right? Like I'm getting irritated. I'm just tired, low energy, uh, all of that. So it reminded me that this would be a really great topic. Um, you actually might've just heard him bark downstairs. Uh, I thought this would be a really good topic um, for all of us uh, to learn how to show up for ourselves. So we're going to talk about what it looks like to show up for ourselves, what it doesn't look like, and how do we start? How do we even do this, right? So we all know how to show up for everyone else, okay, right? We know how to anticipate their needs and meet their needs as best we can. We show them compassion. We uh, follow through and do what we say that we're going to do for other people, right? We show up for our family, We show up at work. We show up with our friends. For everyone else in our lives, we show up. But a lot of times, we don't do the same for ourselves. We don't show up for us. So let's talk about what it would look like to show up for yourself. So the way that I look at it, um, showing up for yourself looks like um, talking lovingly to yourself, right? Sort of quieting, silencing the inner critic, uh, and <clears throat> showing yourself um, through your self-talk um, love and compassion that you would for other people. So it, showing up for yourself looks like talking to yourself in a loving way. Uh, it also looks like choosing thoughts that serve you, choosing thoughts that feel good, that are productive, that are useful, um, and not focusing on thoughts that don't serve you. Uh, it looks like doing what you say you're going to do, right? So if you say, I'm going to start working out again because I had so much energy when I did that and I just felt better uh, all around. I was just in a better mood. I had better mental clarity. And then the next time it comes for you to work out, you decide, oh, well, I can't because uh, I said that I would do this thing at work. I got to go get that prepared. Or uh, one of the kids needs this for school. So I'll just do it the next day, right? And we end up pushing back uh, the things that we said we would do for ourselves. And, you know, showing up for yourself looks like doing what you say you're going to do, right? It's doing the thing for the kids later or seeing if you can delegate something uh, to take it off of your plate. Showing up for yourself also looks like trusting yourself. Um, So I like to do something called the self-trust inventory, right? So if I'm questioning myself or my ability or I'm feeling any kind of imposter syndrome or uh, I'm getting overwhelmed because something feels really difficult, like having a new puppy that doesn't sleep, right? I have had to remind myself of my self-trust inventory. So my self-trust inventory are things that I've overcome in my life, difficult 
situations, difficult times of my life, difficult things that have happened that I have figured out, I have gotten on the other side of, and I can put those in my inventory and be like, yeah, you know what? Having a new puppy um, is difficult, but you did A, B, and C. And you made it through and you're on the other side and you can do this too. So that's your self-trust inventory. And showing up for yourself looks like, you know, reminding yourself, going back to that inventory and thinking about all the things that you actually have overcome um, to know that you can do it again. It also looks like uh, knowing your worth, okay? Um, We are worthy simply because we are, simply because we exist. Everyone is worthy of love. Everyone is worthy of feeling validated and seen and heard. And it has nothing to do with earning that worth, okay? By the size of your pants, how um, you know diligent you are with tracking your food. It doesn't come from being the perfect parent. Your worthiness doesn't come from you know your kids getting straight A's. It doesn't come from your relationship with your partner. It doesn't come from your achievements at work. You simply are worthy because you are. That's it. And that's what showing up for yourself looks like. It also looks like meeting your needs. And we're actually at the end, I'm going to talk about a little bit of uh, how we could even explore what our needs are, right? Because I think a lot of times, because we are showing up for everyone else and meeting everyone else's needs, we actually don't even know what our needs are or what we like or what we think about things. Um, So showing up for yourself is meeting your needs, right? So right now I'm super sleep deprived and I'm giving myself rest at other times where I wouldn't, right? I would be trying to do laundry or be trying to do, you know, a million other things that need done. But right now I need rest. That's okay. It's temporary until we get onto a routine and we get onto a schedule and I can get back to doing all those other things later. But right now my body needs rest and that's okay. I'm going to meet that need for myself. And it also looks like showing yourself compassion. So we've talked about this on the podcast already before, but um, it never hurts to, to talk about it again, because not, you know, I think a lot of us, we don't do it enough. Showing ourselves compassion when we make a mistake, when we are feeling overwhelmed or stressed, um, you know, forgiving ourselves if we do something that maybe we regret or wish we hadn't done or said. Uh, it's showing the compassion that we give to everyone else when they mess up or when they maybe aren't be, you know, their best version of themselves. It's taking that compassion and showing it inward. It's showing it to ourselves. So I think that's what's showing up. Um, and I'm sure we could list a bunch of other things, but that is to me what showing up for yourself looks like. And the reason that it's important is because if you aren't showing up for yourself, it actually makes it harder to show up for others. Okay. Um, it's kind of like that, you know, cheesy cliche of putting your oxygen mask on first that we've all heard, right. Uh, is that you need to put the oxygen mask on yourself first so that you're stable and can help everyone else put theirs on and save them and help them in this situation. That's what this is, you know, similar to it's, showing up for yourself so that you can show up for, you know, other people, the others that you love and take care of. This is what it doesn't look like. So what um, not showing up for yourself looks like. It's when we are shaming ourselves, criticizing ourselves, that inner critic, um, choosing thoughts that don't serve us and focusing on those thoughts and beating ourselves up um, with those thoughts. 
not doing what we say we will, right? So back to the example of working out in the morning, not showing up for yourself and doing that or saying that you want to um, open an Etsy shop, right? And then putting it on the back burner because everyone else needs you and everyone needs you to show up for them so you don't do it for yourself. It's doing um, those things for yourself that helps you show up. Um, When we are not doing the things that we say that we're going to do, we are not showing up for ourselves. Um, It's also not showing up for ourselves looks like putting everyone else's needs before our own. So we talked a little bit about that with the oxygen mask. It's the same, same idea. Um, It's yes, meeting everyone's needs that we as much as we can, but understanding that we have needs too, because we're humans. And stop putting those needs on the back burner and putting everyone else's above our own. And not showing up for yourself also looks like outsourcing your worth to external factors, right? Things outside of you, um, compliments on weight loss, uh, achievements, um, you know, having well-behaved children as, as that being a sign as a uh, Um, of your worth and your worthiness. It's depending on all of those other things, comments from others or reactions from other people or checking the boxes or accomplishing all the things that is looking outside of you to have worth. And that is not showing up for yourself. Okay. And you may, you know, achieve all of those things. You may check all of those boxes. You may have the well-behaved kids that have straight A's and you may lose the 20 pounds and fit into a size that you haven't in years. Uh, But do those things really fill you up and help you show up for yourself? Or are they just temporary compliments from other people? And, And if you get those, if you meet those, right, those external signs of validation, what's the next one? right? Once you've met it, it kind of never ends. There's always then something else to achieve or look for or get a compliment on rather than just being, um, you know, in your own knowing of your own worth simply because you are. So that would be a a sign of not showing up for yourself when you're sort of looking outside for all of those signs of, of worth to prove your, your worthiness. Okay. So how do we do this? How do we even start? Uh, it is just a decision. And I know that sounds really simple, but it is. It's a choice. It's a choice more often than not, right? I'm going to do these things. I'm going to show up for myself more often than not. It's a choice. It's a decision. But I do think a great place to start is getting to know yourself and asking some questions to help you see what are you what are your needs? How are you supposed to meet your needs if you don't even know what they are, right? How are you going to show up for yourself if you really aren't even in touch with who you are? So some great questions to start asking yourself are, do I like this? Do I like this thing? Do I want to do this, right? If you're asked to do something or um, something comes up and you have a choice of whether you do it or not, asking yourself, do I really want to? Um, What do I enjoy? What do I actually like doing? right? What are, what are my interests? Uh, what do I, uh, or what gives me energy as far as um, relation? And you can apply that to anything, relationships. What in your relationships gives you energy? Uh, and what takes it away? You can apply that to everything. You can apply that to food. What food gives me energy? What food takes it away? What kind of movement um, moving my body gives me energy and what takes it away? Um, You can apply that question to a lot of different things in your life, but focusing on what gives me energy and what takes it away 
and then asking yourself, what do I think about this? This thing just that just happened, this thing that someone said, um, what's my opinion on it? What do I actually think about it? Those are really great questions to start getting to know who you are so that you can actually show up for that person, for you. And that will help you show up for everyone else in your life. Okay, so I hope that was helpful. Um, I do want to invite you to look at my website, reclaimyourlife.com. It will have uh, the newsletter. You can sign up for my uh, weekly email that I send out every Wednesday. It has a free guide uh, on it with three ways to get rid of stress and overwhelm. Three of my favorite tools that I use all the time. Um, to help me when I'm feeling stressed and overwhelmed. And it has some links to the podcast and um, some different options. So go check it out. Uh, you know, and as always, email me with any questions or any comments on how this episode landed with you. You can email me at kateoroarkcoach at gmail.com and I'll put it in the show notes. I hope you're having a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, it's Kate again. If what we talk about here on the podcast resonates with you, you will love my three ways to get rid of overwhelm guide. I've put together my top three favorite tools to get rid of stress and overwhelm today. You can start doing them as soon as you download it. It's super easy. Just go to reclaimwithkate.com forward slash get rid of overwhelm. No spaces. Again, that's reclaimwithkate.com forward slash get rid of overwhelm. And I'll also put the link in the show notes. I can't wait to hear how this helps you. Talk soon. Mm -hmm.